do enough? Paying for four years of college and two master's degrees? No, you had to go out and run up a tab for two more degrees you don't use. Yes. No, Ed, she is costing us our dream. It is time for you to get off the tip, get a real job, and pay back that loan like you promised so we can get our good credit back. She said tip. I, I know I'm as shocked as you are. Yes, fans, welcome to Oh Hell Yes Girlfriends Podcast. I am Nettie. And I am Etsy. Today we'll be covering Don't Leave Me Alone. Uh, not my favorite episode, but you know, gotta get through it to get to the gold, right, Etsy? Right. You know, there's gonna be a few ones that's just like, oh, this is a filler kind of sorta. But I don't think this was a filler though. I think they had some good character development. Really? I mean, we yeah. kind of knew what we knew about uh, Lynn already. We knew why she was the way she was for the most part. You I mean, I mean? I'm, I'm I'm happy that we finally get to see her, like, getting a job. But she don't like the job. It doesn't fulfill her. It doesn't. But Lynn got a lot of um, school loans to pay back. And... She does. And she's really putting her parents in a tight spot you know yeah <laughs> so it is about time but we'll, we'll chat about that a little later uh when we get to don't leave me alone uh, original air date october 21st 2002 written by tim edwards and you know what i was gonna go to our poll results first um from the latin explosion question but instead i'm gonna ask you about squid game apparently you finished it right Etsy? i did i did i did and what did you think? Yes! Hell to the motherfucking yes. So I'm seeing a lot of people say that it's too violent, etc., etc. I what? do think that I'm seeing that a lot. It's fucking 2021, bitch. That's what I said. And I think that, yeah, there is a lot of violence, but I don't think that it was too much. I think it was the perfect amount of violence, considering the nature of the fucking game. Like, y'all too soft out here. Really? Real talk. You're like, come on, man up. I don't want to say man up. That's a little misogynistic, but like, come on now. We grown. Yeah. We can't have the same movies we've had for 40, 50, 100 years. We got to evolve. Mm-hmm. You know? Show me I some blood. It. Don't cut away from it either. Show it to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I will decide if it's too much. Like, if I see they about to shoot somebody, I'll be putting my arm up like, oh, shit. Right. We like can turn right our now. head if we want to, or we can just straight up not watch the movie. We have ways to fix that. Just put it in the movie. Treat me like I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I got through that motherfucker in, like, two, three days. Child. I said, yes. Oh, this man. This is what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, it was, uh, it was way better than clickbait. I don't even know... I know, you know, I don't typically go for the viral sensations or what people talking about on Twitter, but recently clickbait and Squid Game have been the things people have been talking about. And Mm -hmm. this way outweighs clickbait because it just had more to it. It had more substance. Yeah, I'm thinking that it was very multi-layered. The characters were all different. Everything was just, it was just very well thought out. Like the production, shout out to who built the motherfucking sets, all of that shit. Like, yes. Yeah, man. Um, it was definitely something to watch. I mean, it ain't Black Mirror level. It ain't, you know, it ain't Halt and Catch Fire, but uh, it's pretty Yeah, great. I couldn't get into Black Mirror, so I can't comment on that. But what? Shout out to Black Mirror. <sighs> Well, I like the few episodes. I like the one with old girl. I like the one with Michaela. I like the one with the girl from Michaela's um, in two episodes. So what episode are you talking about? The one with the likes with the Instagram likes. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I like that one. I like the one with the girl from Black Panther. Yeah, Letitia Wright. Uh, yeah, there's a I'm few laughing that I'm because with. Michaela was so funny in that episode. Oh, she was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe right maybe here. I'll just watch like some more standout episodes. Have you seen all of them? No. Okay, let me see if I can think real quick on what episodes you should watch based on your personality cuz it's so <laughs> it's such a diff- it's such a mixed bag. 
Yes, it definitely is. That shit where they had the nigga fucking pigs or something. You don't remember that episode? Well, no one likes that episode. I don't I like it. Like, I don't like that episode because it's boring. Eek. But but like we just talked about Squid Game shooting people in the face. Like why we? I don't even think they show him actually fucking the pig. It's just he's supposed to do it and he does it off screen. So mm-hmm. like I'm I'm grown. Like I mean I understand it sucks to see pigs get fucked by humans, but I'm also not gonna like let it ruin my experience like some people were like i stopped watching after that i'm like really that's the worst thing you've ever seen <laughs> like really that stopped you from watching the episode watching the rest of the movie the the tv show because of a guy fucking a pig there's worse shit i've seen in horror mm-hmm. movies nightmare mm-hmm. on elm street's worse than that um let me see i'll be seeing people get cut in half by um by jason all the time yeah. like I'm confused. chainsaws and all this bullshit the saw series itself but a guy fucking a pig is where y'all draw the line. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should watch Striking Vipers. And then secondly, the other one I think you might like is called Hang the DJ. It's season four, episode four. It's a dating app centric episode. Okay. Try those out. Come back to me and see what's up. Uh, so let's get to our poll results. Now, we asked a question on Twitter. Do you think the phrase Latin explosion would be considered racist if you look at it through a 2021 lens? And let's grab those results. So I can tell you guys really didn't care for this question because only seven people voted. Oh, <laughs> it's very low compared Child to how the black said that ain't none of our business. That's what that's telling me. <laughs> No, black people's like racist. Bitch, you know what's racist? The word nigga. That's what's fucking right. racist. The <laughs> black said, child, if y'all don't get along and move on with this. <laughs> so, um, the question was following the discussion on our latest episode, does the late 90s, early 2000s term Latin explosion have a tinge of racism under a 2021 lens? 43% said yes. And 57% said nah. So, that's like half and half, really, right? Yeah, but, you know, no kind of edges it out. So, you guys, uh, for the most part, didn't think it was uh, it was racist. But actually, I feel like the fact that no one really answered it gives you our answer, gives us our answer as well. So, thank you so much for everyone who uh, participated. What's the answer you, you think it gives us? We don't fucking care about this shit. That's the answer. That should have been option number three. Why do we fucking care? I don't know. We just posed a question. We have we have questions we like to give y'all. We ponder things. But okay, so the answer is no. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> and now on to our episode. Don't leave me alone. So we start mm-hmm. out at Joan's house. Maya's on the phone with her mom. Her mom wants to visit, and she's trying to figure out a way to lie and say she can't because she hasn't told her mom that they're separated. So she even goes so far as to pretend that Darnell's in the room with her by pulling the phone away from her ear and yelling like he's right there. Ugh, it's it's actually really sad. She actually uh she says that he can't come to the phone and um Jeanette hasn't hasn't talked to her grandson or hasn't called Darnell at all. So she how could she not know this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like she would have called Darnell or I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. mm, kinda hokey. But now she's lying to everybody about this. She lied to Jabari a few episodes ago. Now she's lying to Jeanette. And um, she hangs up the phone. And mm-hmm. Joan says, this shit's getting out of hand. You got to tell your mom the truth. Mm-hmm. And she also says that maybe Jeanette might be the best person to talk to to get some advice on how to get past this situation. Mm. And uh, I'm like, you know, that's actually... A good idea. I don't know why she would hide things from her mom anyway. Her mom seems pretty cool and she seems really close to her mom. Yeah, that's weird. But Joan's like, well, you know, how long can you actually keep a secret? Maya says, uh, do you know that I pad my timesheets? Oh. Joan says, no. And Maya says, well, apparently forever. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe she wasted that info just to make a point. Yeah, I would. If I'm padding my timesheets, hell yes, take it to the grave. Mm -mm. I would never tell a soul. She said, apparently forever. Girl. Mm -mm. No, Maya, that's not how you do it. So we're at the lunch spot. 
And we see Lynn's parents, finally. I think mm-hmm. we've seen everyone's parents except for... At least one of everyone's parents except for Lynn's. Mm-hmm. And they're meeting with her to tell her something. But she starts the, the conversation off by mentioning that she's so happy to see her parents and that her stomach is also happy. I am so happy to see you. So is my stomach. I about had it with rice and butter. <laughs> oh. Yikes. What type of meal is that? That sounds... when you can't make That's a struggle meal. Rice and vegetables with some... Some type of protein? Butter's cheaper. Cheaper than a vet? Nigga, how cheap are you trying to get for a, a solid meal? Lynn. Well, I guess you could grow your own vegetables, but I think even that costs money. Lynn, a bag of vegetables don't don't cost that much for one person. You know what that reminds me of? <laughs> you know Alicia Keys song? It's not Alicia Keys, it's uh what are you talking about? Here's my survival story. <laughs> story. This is my story. And uh, uh, Alicia Keys had that Jafakian accent. I got that key to the tire. That's the one. But she goes, All I ever ate was rye rice and honey. Every time I hear that line in the song, I'm like, You really ate white rice and honey because you ain't had no money? Yeah. Is that a meal? I've never heard of anyone in my life. And listen, I've had struggle meals before. I ain't never heard of no white rice and honey. My thing is, like, ain't no amount of struggle in the... Let me not even say that. But, like, my you nigga, Lynn, <laughs> Lynn, you are not poor. It's Sham <laughs> featuring Alicia Keys. I just want to say it because I know somebody out there yelling at their radio right now trying to get us to say the right shit. But that's right. what it is. Lynn, um, you are not that poor. You out here have been living off a of Joan for how long? That's what I'm Girl. saying. You got a Joan. You and know how to make some. As long as you got a Joan, you don't need a loan. Uh, I just had <laughs> You know how to make some rice vegetables and throw in like some fish or some shit in there. Like, stop playing. Stop playing. I'd be like, girl, you better buy a buy a fishing rod and go out to wherever they, they fish in California. That's crazy. I've been she fishing in Cali. It's a thing. Wait, she living with William. She's still living with William, right? She can't steal food out of William's fridge? That's what I'm saying. What William eating? You finna eat whatever he eating. I know he ain't eating no struggle meal. Yo, Lynn ain't finessing it. Lynn, ain't, <laughs> Lynn don't got the, um... She don't the got the know-how. The je ne sais quoi. You know, she don't got it. But, yeah, rice and butter. <laughs> That's what she's been eating. That's crazy. And that lets you know that her parents have pretty much been her cash cows, and as well as Joan over the past few years. Mm-hmm. And what are the parents there to let her know? That they want to open a bed and breakfast, but the bank has declined them because they still have Lynn's student loans on their name. That she ain't pay back, or she ain't even start paying back. This girl's damn near 30 something like that didn't know the thing was in her parents name or didn't care did she not care i think she didn't know because she said that if she if she knew that it was hurting them she would have gave them five dollars or something right so (laughs) it ain't even like it's in your name and you ain't paying it you're holding back someone else's life Mm -hmm. they're her graduate school loans and she promised to pay them back but she hasn't yet and by the way, her parents are Bess and Ed Searcy, played by Allie Mills and Cliff DeYoung. You may recognize the mom from the TV show, The Wonder Years. Not the new one. Not the new one, guys. The old one with the white family. What do we think about the new one? I haven't watched it yet. I'm afraid to. Yeah, I don't know. It's like... When I was a wee wee old child, I used to watch the, the white one. The old one? The white one? What are we calling it? We we could call it the old white one. The old white one. And, you know, I I would love it if, you know, there's so many reboots going on and so many remakes and all this shit. I would love to see that black family not under the title of The Wonder Years. Just be another show about a black family. The same exact shit, but not called The Wonder Years. Because that gives it like a I'm copying shit feel to it, you know? Yeah, and I'm also feeling like, didn't we already get 
kind of sort of the black wonder years where everybody hates chris but like a funny version it was the same format yeah well it was funnier yeah but yeah same so, format yeah it's like so why we need this yeah and then it's, it, i feel like they're gonna keep bringing this the the, the civil rights era because that was what's going on during the time and it's torture just, porn right i'm good black to- black torture yeah. porn black black trauma i'm not into that um mm-hmm. i'm sorry i'm into supporting black stories but if it's gonna be sad or like give me like depression mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't want to see it i just want to see us win i just want to see stories where black people win mm-hmm. write those and y'all can incorporate the shit into it because i mean we know that it exists and that would make it truth to the times but i don't need a whole 30 minute episode about martin luther king being assassinated like if y'all don't stop (laughs) i'm not laughing at the assassination guys i'm just laughing at the fact that she's right she's very right (laughs) i'm I'm tired of it so lynn's lynn's been super blessed uh by having her her parents pay for her school a lot of people don't get that but um she hasn't paid them back and they're hanging out at the lunch spot and her mom is mad as fuck. It is time for you to stand on your own two feet finally, get a job and pay back that loan like you promised. She's mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Lynn's fucking up their dream. They want to ride off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. And her mom starts yelling the fuck out of her in public at her lunch spot that she can't pay mm-hmm. for. <laughs> but she eats there regularly. Mm. I'd be embarrassed if my mom was yelling at me at my lunch spot. So her mom says something really interesting here. She says, I have been everything to everybody, but nothing to myself. Mm. Damn. Girl, you out here preaching. You out here preaching. She sure she ain't got no black in her? Because the way she preaching, that's the ancestors right there. And the way she was yelling at Lynn in the fucking (laughs) lunch bar. I'm like, oh. What you what you mix with? What you So speaking of that though, I was looking for tweets for this episode. And one thing I kept, I saw a couple times was people going, wait, time out. So both of Lynn's parents are white? Yeah, because she's adopted. Y'all know this. Stop playing. Those are her, okay, guys, those are her adoptive parents. Those aren't her biological parents. Just want to point that out. But when I first saw this episode when I was a youngin, I, I was confused too. But as you remember, if if you've gone through the series, you know that, she was adopted by white parents. That's why she has that white sister that says N-word. Yes. That's their daughter. That's their daughter. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. The wigger. That's how, that's, how, that's how she came along. So at this point, Lynn's mom is just yelling, yelling, yelling. And all the patrons are looking at her. And I mean, she knew it was going to be heated because why are you in public doing this conversation? Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> Not only that, a place where Lynn goes often for her lunch. Right. So they're going to recognize her ass. Yeah. So the mom storms off. She gets mad heated and um, she leaves. And Lynn's like, oh, my God, I've never seen her like that. And she says to the dad, are you two okay? And he's like, no, we're fine, noodle. Because that's what he calls her. He's like, you just got to step up and get a job. That's all. Mm. And she tries to like be like, yo, dad, cut me some slack. Can't you help me out here? The littlest one, the adopted child, victim of George Bush in a bad economy. (laughs) Does she even read the paper? And I'm like, yo, bro, don't even throw in the adopted card. Right. You don't want to be treated special out of all the kids because you were adopted. That's that gets dicey. Right. But he says he doesn't care and get a job. And he walks out as well. Mm. Damn. Um, so next scene, the girls are all eating breakfast. Um, it looks really fun. Uh, Tony's dressed like. <laughs> yeah. She's about to make the best pop album of 2002. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she is giving pink. She is giving Avril Lavigne, it's Britney, Britney, she, I love it. Christina, child. Yeah, and um, the reason they're having breakfast—it's a big breakfast—and they're celebrating because Lynn has a job interview, finally. And Joan made her uh, good luck fratata, Hakuna Matata, which is <laughs> like, damn, good for you. Okay, get a nice big breakfast before your interview. Okay, and they do a toast. Yes, for the breakfast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, 
she, you can't go on empty stomach. Like you can't have a uh, rice and honey at your interview. You gotta have a good meal, rice something that puts you honey. at ease. <laughs> no, it was rice and uh, butter that she eats. Ugh. Rice and honey was what Alicia Keys had when she was a kid. I remember. Why rice? No, 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 Oh my God! Yeah, that's what she had. But they make a toast and they say, "Aren't chips? Aren't chips? Aren't chips?" Okay, two land, make your first job be one where you don't have to wear an apron. <laughs> or, or, or punch a clock. Or wait on people, because we know you suck. <laughs> like, chill. Like, some people have, like, really good jobs where they wear an apron. Like, yeah. Damn, Maya. Miss I bust shots. Maya got a slick mouth, anyway. Um, <laughs> and Tony adds, yes, and a job where you don't have to punch a clock. Uh, Excuse Jesus. Me? Well, let's just offend everybody in the audience here. Okay. Let's not job shame, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) There's all these new terms where you just put shame at the end, like age shame, body shame. Age shame has been a while for a minute. But it's this job shame. Job shame. shame. I've seen. Sex shame. Is there food shame? Slut shame. Slut sh- that's been around for a minute that's been around yeah but you just add shame to the end of pretty much anything and it's like <laughs> i don't know song shame music choice shame music shame. Yeah. but um they toast to lynn and then lynn's like okay i'm off to my interview now lynn's dressed like she's about to make the best rock album of 2002 yeah um She's not dressed for an interview, at least at a corporate job. She's dressed for an interview at like a bar or for the lead singer of the new rock band. It's giving Evanescence. <laughs> yes, Evanescence Amy Lee, my immortal. So the girls stop her and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't go wearing that. She's like, well, why not? And Joan says, you look like you shopped at the Adams Family Outlet store. She says, well, this is what I'm wearing. I agree with that. That's a really good Uh assumption. Uh Yeah. And she's like, yo, I'm going to wear what I'm going to wear. This is me. Period. Period, poo. If someone's going to hire me, they should know up front what they're getting. But Joan ain't trying to hear that. It's a good point. Yeah, but that's not how you do it. You got to go there with the the professional clothes. Then when you get hired after your probation period... Then you hit him with the one, two. I'm exactly. in this bitch. You gotta slowly uh, loosen up and maybe yeah. one day you wear jeans and then the next day it's a little bit more mascara. And yeah. And so Joan has some clothes for Lynn and um, she says the last thing you want a prospective employer to know up front is what they're getting. <laughs> it's better to surprise them once you're hired, which is what we just said. Yep. But Maya comes in with her own personal story. She says that when she first got her job with Joan... Joan thought I had three years of legal experience, Lynn, when all I really had was a brief appearance in traffic court and a couple of John Grisham novels under my belt. So. <laughs> but that's the best way to do it. It's like a relationship. Up front, you're, like, perfect and everything. You don't burp in front of each other. <laughs> you know. Didn't, who said that they be shitting with each other? Who said that? Wait, in real life? That girl that sings... Um, Megan Trainer. Yeah, With the two toilets? Yes. Yeah, that's not something you do when you're first in a relationship. That's something you do... She's married to that dude, and they got a kid, so we good. They can do whatever they want, but I'm saying that's not first date type shit. That's not even second date. That's not even first year type shit. That's a that, little weird. That ain't married type shit. Don't be shitting in front of me. Whoever my future nigga is, do not shit in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> but if you love that person... I don't shit in front of me he had a droplets and shit leave me alone there is such a thing as oversharing when you said droplets oh my god it got gross yeah you gonna be able to hear them shits nasty yo that auditory experience nah anyway (laughs) so joan pulls out this office pantsuit it's blue with white trim she said that she wore it when she went on her interview for the law firm and she got the job on you know, wearing that. So she thought, it's a lucky suit. But Lynn's like, nah. You guys, I'm starting to reconsider this whole thing. I'm putting on some show for some corporate pawn just so I can become another cog in the soul-crunching capitalist machine doing meaningless, mindless work. That is not what I want. It's a lot. Mm. And also, 
it doesn't seem like she really wants this job. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem excited. But Joan takes it off the hanger and throws Lynn on the floor. And mm. they all crowd her and hold her down and rip her clothes off. Yuck. It's it's giving me SVU vibes. What about you? Yeah. Um. There was something about it that was like, ooh, this looks weird. Just, just visually, it doesn't look right. Visually. Yeah, obviously, I know the girls aren't trying to rape her. I'm just saying, visually... It triggered that in my mind, like mm-hmm. sexual assault, because mm-hmm. they're holding her down and ripping her clothes off. She does not want this. Mm-hmm. She is yelling. She's trying to get up. They won't let her, and they're taking off her clothes and her shoes, but they're putting on another yeah. suit, and she doesn't want to wear that suit. So I'm just saying, maybe it's a 2021 thing. We're looking at it a certain way. Nah, there was uh, definitely a lot of stuff that they was putting in our media back then <laughs> that that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, ooh, yeah. cringy. Yeah, which you wouldn't have noticed, like, back in the day. Back in the day, it's a funny scene where they're trying to, like, you know, make her wear this outfit. But nowadays, after seeing so much stuff, so much media, my censors were like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on. But through sitcom magic, she gets all dressed up. They got the suit on her somehow, some way. And Maya pulls out the mirror to show her what she looks like. Mm. And I think she looks, she looks good. I mean, mm-hmm. you can kind of tell it's not hers, but whatever she doesn't look bad she looks like she could work in an office yeah it is what it is do your thing (laughs) (laughs) she looks upset about it Mm -hmm. and she says it's not me she says it feels like a piece of her died damn but joan doesn't understand it she's like of course you do i forgot the sash so then she goes and gets the rest of the outfit um but i think the reason lens upset is because she's a creative mind yes Who wants to be behind a desk every day, the same desk? I mean, shout out to people who work like that. Mm -hmm. My mind doesn't work like that. I need to be in a different space, moving around, a little bit more freedom, not just an hour-long break per day. I, I, I completely agree. Anybody who's really creative and who's like a free spirit and everything, like they, they understand that concept. Like, child, that's sitting at a desk. Uh, with people you can't stand. Do you only, well, when she gets the job, she says she has five personal days. Yikes. Five out of the year? Yikes. And how much vacation? That's not even enough for Christmas. Like, if you want to vi- go visit, like, family in another state for Christmas, I don't think five days is enough. What about Thanksgiving? You divvy that amongst Thanksgiving? And what about your birthday? I don't know. And, and then what, how many vacation days does she have? Or is that the... No, that can't be. I was thinking that's the vacation. No. I don't know. (laughs) Wouldn't that be crazy? That's what I thought when I heard her say it. You really got to be at work every single day. I don't know how that works, but that's what I got. So back at the lunch spot, Lynn and Maya are eating, and Maya wants to know how the interview went. Mm -hmm. Lynn, Lynn's like, you know, whatever. The guy that interviewed me had a bug up his ass. Apparently, the 10.30 uh, interview time wasn't a ballpark. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, girl. Creative minds. We can't be on a rigid time thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's 10.45. Yeah. And it's like, uh, that's what I hate about this culture that we've been ingrained in. It's like, you come at 10.32, it's a problem. To me, whenever (laughs) I get... If I'm there by before 10.45, that's on time to me. I don't know. So if it's a 10.30 call time and you're there at 10.45, that's good enough. Yeah. And then I got to make up okay. some type of thing where it's like, oh, shit, let me tell them that I'm going to be a few minutes behind, child. The train act is stupid. But it's like, <laughs> can I? <laughs> the train act is stupid. It's like, damn. But here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't like when the few times you decide to actually come early, they want to try to have you low key working. Like, um, excuse me. Mm. Yes, I haven't had that. Oh, I've yes. had the hurry up and wait. They'll they'll have. If the I show up early, I want you to see me now. Like, I want to be rewarded for getting there early so I can leave early. You know what I mean? So let's say like the call time is like at eleven, and you happen to get there at like ten forty. They're like, okay, are you guys ready to go? Bitch, no the fuck I'm not. I came here to sit down so you can so you can know that I'm in the vicinity. Bitch. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, you don't want to start early. You want to start on time. Like you you get there early to chill, not to uh-huh. get the work 
Okay, I got you. I got that, you. That's 20 minutes for me to sit down and drink. But my that's shit. why you get there early and you kind of hide a bit. Like you go somewhere. <laughs> that's what I'll be doing. Like I'm not gonna go inside. Inside, I won't hang out on the corner and just hang out or sit on a park bench for a minute and then I'll go in. You know. Let me let me walk in at 11:58, child. 10:58. <laughs> yeah, I'll walk in like a couple minutes for it. Oh shit! Oh man! But she says that they have to make their uh, their lunch date quick because Lynn has another interview across town in ten minutes. What the <laughs> fuck in that LA traffic? You may as well not even show up, Lynn. Girl, you bugging. <laughs> what a time when you had to actually go to the interview, though. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, you could be like, "Yeah, we can hang out for a little bit more. I got an interview in ten minutes. It's on Skype. I could just Here pop girl. on in on my phone right. <laughs> or something like that." Right. Find yourself a, a, a little cute little area, a Starbucks a corner. or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> but not back then. Back then you had to, um, you had to have a car. You had to bounce from side to side, east to west, south to north, Mm-mm-mm-mm. all over town trying to do these interviews. Now you can schedule like 10 in one day. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's when we get to Maya's part of the story. I totally forgot we had a B story. Maya asks Lynn if she should tell her mom about what's going on in her marriage. And Lynn's like, Mothers? Let me tell you about mothers. First, they nurture you and they get you all dependent. And then they just cut you off. And then you want to know how really sick and twisted they are? They buy you this stupid pony that you don't even want. And then they beat that dead horse for the rest of your damn life. You know what? Mothers are a bunch of hype. They bought her a pony. Oh, my God. Mm. And she kind of catches herself and realizes she's being a lot. And Maya says, okay. So you wouldn't tell your mama anything. And then it cuts to the lounge real quick, too. And she's talking to Tony about it. Same question. And Tony says, well, first of all, mm-hmm. I would have never married a baggage handler in the first place. Pretty much. Yeah, we know that. I don't think he was a baggage handler when they first got married. They, when they got married out of high school. I don't know. What was he? They got married out of high school, right? I thought they got married first and then anyway, I don't know. <laughs> but she says with her mom, she has an ask, don't tell policy. Maya's like, don't you mean don't ask, don't tell? Right. She's like, nah, nah, nah. Something we established early on. She'd ask, I pour a drink, she'd pass out. I never had to tell her anything. So Maya says, okay. So that means I shouldn't tell my mom. Mm-hmm. And that's when we cut to William. I'm like, whoa, is William in the club? For like the whole first 10 seconds of his part here i thought he was in the club with them because they don't show they just show him from the neck up pretty mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. and knows. he's just saying like you can't lie to mama you can't keep secrets from mama mama knows everything so he doesn't want oh they're at the office by the way but mm-hmm. he doesn't advise telling or lying to her mom even though he lied to his mom about his marriage to yvonne right he just didn't tell her he didn't lie he just didn't tell her until the day before so. right so then we um we get to the next scene and we see Jeanette. She is fishing, living her best life. Okay. Um, dressed like uh, a member of Immature. <laughs> she, got the, <laughs> she got the vest. She got the baggy, uh, what is it, camo pants yeah. and uh, the chucks. That was the style. That was the <laughs> yeah, trick. Yeah, like, man, I think she has a bucket hat on. I'm not sure. I forgot, but it's been a while since I've seen it, but... I would wear all of that. I think I have the Chucks. I think I have those same exact shoes. (laughs) So she's on the phone with Maya and she pretty much knows something's wrong Mm -hmm. because Maya's been avoiding her calls and she's like, I know when there's something up with my baby. So instead of telling her mom the truth, what's this dumbass lie (laughs) that Maya tells about her son and her apartment? He's going to fresh air camp. Ain't that some fresh air camp? Can't you just go outside and get fresh air? Why you got to go to a camp for that? Is there a certain type of air at the camp? I don't know. I don't know. But the reason he's going to fresh air camp is because their apartment's being infested with a Brazilian termite. It causes asthma in children. It sounds ridiculous. And Jeanette realizes it sounds ridiculous. And she's like, whatever. I'm coming there tonight. I'm coming to get him. And Maya's like, oh, no. No, you can't take Jabari to San Bernardino. She's like, well, I'm coming to see him tomorrow night, mm. at least. So tell Joan to fix me up a pallet. Did she mention that she was staying at Joan's in that conversation? How'd she know for Joan to pick, fix her up a pallet if she doesn't even know 
where Maya's staying. Maybe she's saying just tell Jones to fix me up a pallet without actually thinking that. That's what I thought. Wouldn't you want to stay with the family wherever they're staying at? <laughs> yeah, but Joan does have a big-ass house with a guest room, so I don't know. Maybe she just assumed. Then don't say fix me up a pallet. Say get the guest room ready. Mm, I didn't think that deep into it, but yeah, it could be. I have, a, I have a weird brain, you know. <laughs> I was an only child for like 10 years of my life. So I have, I have a weird brain. Um, but she says, you know, you can't come over tomorrow because, you know, he's going to fresh hair camp. Um, but Jeanette is just like, something's not right. Mm. But she's about to catch a fish. So she's like, I can't talk right now. I'll call you later. So she hangs up the phone. And Maya looks so stressed in this moment. Like she's like... Like, almost like she's thinking, like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And that that air, that space to kind of sit there and do that kind of made me feel bad for her. Like, you got to lie to your kid again. Yeah. And you got to make him lie, to his lie too. You don't want a dishonest kid, man. But she brings a boy in the room talking about something. Listen, you know how grandma likes to play jokes and stuff, right? Okay. So what we're going to do, you and I, we're going to pretend... Our apartment building has termites, all right? And everything between your daddy and me is fine. And the only reason he's not here is because he's working triple shifts so he can send you to fresh air camp. So you want me to lie to grandma? This kid's been lied to, told a lie. He don't know which way is up, which way is down. Mm-mm-mm. I don't even know how he still respects Maya at this point. But she talks about the difference between a good lie and bad lies. Honey, remember how we talked about the difference between good lies and, and bad lies and how, how it's okay that sometimes life it makes somebody feel better? You mean like the time you told me to tell him to Joan she was going to find a husband? Yes, yes. And this isn't nearly as far-fetched, all right? Oh, my God. That's actually mean. Right? They tried it. Why she came for Joan like that? Like, Joan got so many other things going for her. That and... Okay, Maya, you talking shit, but um, your nigga left you, so <laughs> you barely <Okay>. got a husband. <laughs> like Joan ain't have no husband to right. lose, so you had a good one and let it go. Well, I don't know if he was good, but so how about that? And why are you telling your son about a woman who can't get a man or will never get Child. a husband? Like, why are you planting that seed into a young boy's mind? Ready to feed the misogyny, chill. And then it's mm-hmm. like, Maya, even the way you lost your husband, like, off of some dumb shit, some nigga you ain't even fuck, number one. And, <laughs> like, talk about stupid. It was just a kiss. Take a drink. <laughs> it was just a kid. But Jabari doesn't want to go to Fresh Air Camp. He wants to go to basketball camp. But she says you can't go to basketball camp because you have asthma. He's like, I do? Oh, he's so confused. Mm. She's making it confusing, though. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know what? Never mind. I'll just uh, be a grown-ass woman and tell my mom the fucking truth and leave the kid out of it. So later on, Lynn comes over to Joan's house and she got the job. Okay. She got the Come through, Lynn. Lynn. What's Lynn's full name? Lynette? Lynn Ann Searcy? Lynn Ann? Oh, you mean what is Lynn short for? No, I think no, it's Lynn's just Lynn. Full name. Lynn Ann Searcy. Searcy? That's her last name? Yeah, S E A R C Y. That's the white nigga's last name? Chill. White niggas, don't ever <laughs> say that. <laughs> don't say that. Um, but she got a job. And Maya's like, a real job? Please stop, Maya. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It's a job that pays her money. So I guess it's real. <laughs> Jesus. But she got a nine to five, one hour break per day. Girl, you better take some bathroom breaks. They can't stop you from going to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh. Forty five thousand a year, which is two thousand two money. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what a lot of these companies in twenty twenty one starting off with. They seeing a job shortage right now for a reason, hunty. Yes. Well then, damn. Them entry levels? Oh, yes. Well then, shit. Oh, yes. Um, she gets five personal days, as we said previously. But she's walking around, and she looks very haggard, very tired. Her hair is all messed up. She looks drained emotionally. She says it has uh, full benefits, and it sucks. Dang. They're cracking the whip on this girl. It's weird to go from not having a job to having such a rigid mm-hmm. job. 
five days a week, nine to five schedule. Like that's why she took the five days of personal time up front. Mm, don't do that. <laughs> Which is like, yeah, you want to save that for like if you're sick or you just don't feel like motherfucking coming to work. Yeah, mental health day, yeah, you know. Like... So they go to the office. Um, it looks like your standard cubicle, boring colors thing. Tony, Joan, and William. They're taking pictures of her because they want to chronicle the moment. But I don't know how they got to just hang out in the office if they don't work there. They always... You can't just go in any office. They always get to hang out with a fuck they don't even belong like they be at jones yeah office they be at well that's jones office well they shouldn't even be in, in the on building the how did they anyway. even get in the building yeah the building too you can't just go up in a building you don't work at you don't have a key card or nothing i don't know how they do it but lynn hates it she hates it there and i totally get it she's a square peg in a round hole Mm-hmm. Yeah. shout out to the disposable camera that they have though those are coming back. I've been seeing people with because those. Because you can't get that type of image in a in a camera. Yeah, you get a tangible photo. It's like, and they look different. Look more real. Mm-hmm. So they're telling Lynn to buck up and smile. And they're thinking she'll adjust soon. They're like, ah, it's the first day. I don't know about that. And Joan wants to take a picture with all of them. So they, she can put it in a cubicle. Mm-hmm. So Tony walks up to this lady at the copy machine. And she says, hey. Excuse me, you with the easy spirits. <laughs> Aren't those a Payless shoes? <laughs> Y'all remember Payless, though? Yeah, how crazy is it that they don't exist no more? Damn, shout out to Payless. Where do you get one and done shoes from if you don't go to Payless? Where's another place? Shein? What? Shein. You know that site. Shine? She. You don't know she. <laughs> it's not shine it's s-h-e-i-n it's shein i mean nigga said shine i've always (laughs) thought it was shine i'm dead dang okay my bad yeah man pay less rest in peace rest in peace to you pay less (laughs) damn you was the shit they were so the lady that 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 tony's talking to has her back toward her and is using the, the copy machine and the lady appears to ignore her and tony's like oh i can see what's wrong with this workplace your co-workers mm-hmm. are rude mm. but lynn lets her know a little something about about her boss who's at the copier oh she deaf yeah and tony hears this information and goes oh damn my bad and starts clapping at her to get her attention <laughs> she is deaf tony <laughs> You got to get her attention visually, Tony. <laughs> Jesus. She knows this. I don't know Yo. why she's doing that. So Joan is actually nice enough to get her attention and properly ask her if she can take a picture of all of them. And the lady writes on a piece of paper, hell no. Party's over. Get out. Why were they there in the first place? What? Why didn't you say that earlier? Mm-hmm. But Joan takes a picture in the lady's face right, real close and then dips out. And then later, we're at the office still, and more randos keep coming in this office. Lynn's parents pop on in because they want to see where she works. This isn't Disneyland. This isn't the Coca Cola headquarters. Okay, mm-hmm. this is some kind of. I don't even know what they do at this office. Did you find out what they do? Nope, I have that no is idea. So weird. That's how you know it sucks. You don't even know what they do there yeah it just seems like very everyday office shit but what it, what are you doing yeah like is it insurance is it like i don't know job recruitment is it shit. cold calls is it a pyramid scheme is it customer Ooh. service hotline i don't know chill but her parents are proud of her they come in and say that and lynn is still just not feeling it mm-hmm. so they're like okay we're heading back home we just wanted to come by and we're very comforted by the fact that you have a job and you get paid on Friday. Damn, this Friday? Pay fast. Don't you got to get in the system first? Right. Yeah, your first check the, the longest? Yeah. It could be like two or three weeks. Hmm. But her mom can sense Lynn's unhappiness with the job. And she's like, what's wrong with you, Lynn? Same look you had your first day of ballet class. You only went because I wanted you to go and you hated it. Just like you hate this job. Hey, so quit, Lynn. 
And what about the loan? <clears throat> I'm sure we could figure something out. I mean, the most important thing is that you find something that makes you happy. I'm like, no, they are not about to, like, do this again. Mm-hmm. Just tell her it's cool. Yeah, you don't got to do this. They're so mm-hmm. lax with her. This is why she's like this. Ellen mm. says, great. She packs up her shit. Actually, her shit's already half packed, she said, because she figured she'd be leaving the job anyway. Damn. So she gets all her shit and she walks. She's about to walk out. <laughs> and her parents look really sad. And Lynn's like, you know what? This is just like ballet class all over again. And then the pony and now the loan. Like You guys sent me this message that quitting is okay. And I've been quitting my whole life. Yeah, if you guys keep doing this, she's going to do this again. And y'all are never going to have your dream. Your mm-hmm. bed and breakfast. Ellen says, yell at me like you did at the restaurant. That worked. But here's the thing. Her mom can't be around her all the time in life to yell at her when she's doing something dumb. Right. It's like, how about you just don't do the stupid thing because you're an adult? Yeah, like you're almost 30. Or is she 30? It's like somewhere yeah. around there. She's she's 30 ish. You, mm, whatever you need to grow up and stop stop making excuses like oh well it's because my parents make me quit so let me quit so that's why da, 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 da. girl you know how many kids was quitting shit that they didn't want to do when they was six seven twelve fourteen because they was just doing a bunch of extracurricular activities to keep their asses mm-hmm. busy that is not an excuse that is not why yeah and um Go to therapy, Len. If you really got something like that to work out that's still stemming from childhood and you're 30, you may want to work some of that out with a, with a qualified counselor mm-hmm. because you're hanging on to that. You really are. Mm-hmm. So her mom starts to yell at her uh, on command. Lynn Searcy, you spoiled, rotten, overeducated brat. You get your butt back here. That's it, Mom. Stay with it. No, I am sick of your crap, Lynn. All your whining and your mooching. That's right. Don't let your baby off the hook. Don't you patronize me. And she's yelling this in front of all her co-workers. It actually mirrors the scene from the restaurant earlier. Because mm. everyone's staring. And Lynn's like, great job, Mom. And she's walking back to her desk. Lynn goes on and on and says, that's right, Mom. Stick, to, stick with it. And her mom's like, I'm sick of your crap, Lynn. <laughs> She calls her a lazy-ass tattoo freak. Damn. The tattoo freak, too? I mean, some of them are art. That's art. Well, she says it's art, but dang. Sheesh. And she tells her mom from now on, don't visit her at work. And don't call me at work. And if you do call, don't ask me how work is going. And if I start to complain, hang up on me. Say, gotta go, guess you're coming, quilts have to be sewn. And they hug it out, and that's the end of the scene. That's good. Don't confront her with the option or the possible option of wanting to leave the job. Don't even talk about it. Just let her do her thing. So we get the final, final scene with Jeanette and Maya there at Jones. And what happens in this scene? Um, Jeanette knows that um, Maya's lying. She been you. Mama knows. Mm-hmm. And Maya apologizes for not telling her because she said she was ashamed. And a part of her thought that if she didn't tell her mom, then it wouldn't be real. Mm. man that's deep yeah her mom her and her mom hug it out and she says don't ever lie to me again and by the way you're really bad at lying i mean fresh air camp yeah what type of shit i mean (laughs) she could just go home and google that shit exactly i didn't even think of that you're right she could look up fresh air camp yeah like this is 2003 child internet was boom booming Oh, I was I was Yahoo and stuff way before that. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> um, and Maya's like, well, it was either that or a plastic bubble that I could put him in. Jeanette says, I hope you learned your lesson. She's like, I did. And she's like, great. Now go out into the yard and cut yourself a switch. Oh. <laughs> and Maya's like, mommy, come on, I'm grown. And uh, Jeanette jumps at her and she runs out into the yard to get a switch. <laughs> To get a switch to beat her? Yes. I would not return with no damn switch. I would. I don't know where I'd go because I guess I don't got nowhere else to go. But I say I ain't coming back in the house. Chad, I'm dipping. I'll find some place. I'm grown. I got a job. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So what is your oh hell yes moment? My oh hell yes moment is from Lynn's mom. 
And she says that she has been everything to everybody, but nothing to herself. All the things she sacrificed. She wants to do something for herself. Bars. Bars. Mm. I was like, is this woman preaching? I said, who she got that from, Maya Angelou? Because that don't sound like... (laughs) That do sound like something Maya Angelou, right? She be doing that, like, layered kind of thought thing, Uh introspective kind of stuff. I'm like, is she trying Um, to steal somebody's bars? Yeah, that was that was clever. Guess what? That's mine too. Dang. Mm, again. Because honestly, when I heard it, I was like, "What?" Ding ding ding. I might put that up on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. That could go for anything in life. Mm-hmm. It could be if you're in a relationship, whether you're a mom to a child, whether you're working too hard at your job and you're not doing Ooh. enough for yourself, but you're mm-hmm. doing so much for the man. Mm. Shout out to Len's mom, Bess Searcy. <laughs> Yeah. or mrs yeah. searcy no tweets today no tweets um we did talk about the tweets of uh people not knowing that lynn's parents were her adoptive parents but that's pretty much the most interesting thing that i found so uh just to let you know uh you can rate subscribe and review uh our podcast on apple podcast go ahead and give us five stars so that more people can know about us because we're lovely girls we're fun we say oh, yeah. fun things quotables so uh let everyone know about us by giving us five stars and a review on apple podcasts mm-hmm. and of course if you want to talk to us head over to twitter our handle is at hell yes girl what is it etsy at hell yes girl talk hell to us yes, on twitter girl. holler and uh, next week, the next episode is called Invasion of the Gold Digger. Mm. Mm-hmm. We get more into, I'm, I'm sure you guys know who the gold digger is. Do you know Etsy? Who, Joe? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so, no, we're, we're going to, some of you listeners, you know who it is. So, we're going to keep that close to the vest. We'll talk about it next week. And is there anything else, Etsy? No, I have to start and finish you. Um, there's this oh other show God. called Blood and Water. Did you finish it? I finished it. Did you know it got renewed for season four already? Already? There's a fucking season four trailer, bitch. It's out. There's not a trailer. Somebody made that as a fan video. Wait. You haven't on, shot anything I think it's on four. the Netflix YouTube thing. I didn't see it, though. I think it's like a, a foreshadowing type of thing. But it's on Netflix um, actual I'm not going to watch that. I'll wait, I'll wait until they get closer to the time. It's probably not going to be released until... Next year? Two years from now? I was thinking two years. I was thinking two years. I mean, if they want to <sighs> hurry it the fuck up, they can start shooting that shit early next year and have it released before the end of the year next year. They could. If they're really on their game and all the actors are available, they can. Yeah. But, all right, guys. Um, until then, we will talk to you next week with our next episode of Girlfriends. And I am Nettie. And I am Etsy. See you next week, guys. Be safe.